Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today is an amazing story about someone who suddenly and inexplicably ended up in prison. It went like this. There was a Yid named Mayer. He was from Israel, from Eretz Yisrael. After he finished his time in the army, in the IDF, he came to America to work. Then he went to Puerto Rico, which is an island um, off the coast of, of uh, Florida. And uh, he toured around, had a nice time with a friend. They spent Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur in Puerto Rico. And then they headed to the airport to go back to New York. They went through security, and they settled down in their seats in the plane. Suddenly, two local policemen came on the plane, and after a few minutes, they came up to Mayer and his friend. They said, show me your identification. We showed the identification, but we didn't have the kind of visas they were looking for, the kind of papers that they were looking for. So they took us off the plane and put us in the airport jail, just like that. We sat there for a few hours. Other officers came in, checked. They said, we're checking your files. They checked through and they said, you will not be allowed into the United States. And in a few days, we'll be sending you back to Israel. Sure enough, in a few days, my friend was sent back to Israel. But me, they said, they have to check something out. I was very afraid, Mayor said. I didn't know what to do. I asked for an explanation. Nope, no information. Finally, they allowed me to make two phone calls. Mayor says, I called my sister in New York, and I told her everything. She then called the Israeli consulate, that's the representative from Israel in the United States, and also hired an expert lawyer to help me in this situation. After a few days, they found out what the problem was. It seems that a friend of Mayer had a jewelry store, and the jewelry store had been robbed. The police had found different fingerprints, and some of them were mine, what Mayer said. And because my fingerprints were there, they considered me a suspect. Sure enough, I was brought to trial a few months later, all this time being in jail. And the judge said, because your fingerprints are here, therefore, we suspect you of being the robber. It's my friend, I said. It's my friend. My lawyer said his arguments. He's a friend of the owner. But the judge said, since the fingerprints were on the other side of the counter, where the owner of the store usually stands, therefore we think that he is actually the robber. Because even a good friend is not allowed to go on that side of the counter with all that valuable jewelry there. So sure enough, the next day, Mayer was taken to a prison. 
He sat in prison for a couple of months. Eventually, it came Hanukkah. Mayor remembered that this was the Hanukkah, this was the Yom Tov, the holiday of light, of lighting candles, and eating special foods for Hanukkah. Jelly donuts are very popular in Eretz Yisrael. And uh, he was kind of thinking about it, but he never really learned that much about the deeper meaning of the Yom Tov. On the third day of Hanukkah, it was the Goyesha holiday, Lahavdil. And the Goyim were having a great time. They were partying and singing and doing all sorts of things. They sounded like they were having a wonderful time. And then, as I was in the cell, for some reason I didn't want to go, they actually came. The the non-Jewish priest came to my cell and said, hey, you know, we're having a great party over here. You want to come? I thought to myself, why not? Everybody else is going. I haven't done anything here that makes me look like I'm Jewish. Even my my my, my cellmate, which was a Palestinian, he went off to the celebration too. But for some reason I had in my mind, no, I can't do it. Stop. I can't go to that celebration. So I stayed alone in my cell. I was lying in my bed, thinking about everything. And all of a sudden, I hear the sound of the gate opening. The gate to my part of the prison. Then I hear some footsteps. Then I hear these words. Righteous Jew, wake up, it's Hanukkah. I look up. Am I dreaming? There I got up off my bed, and I see there are two young Chabad Bacharim, two young Chabad students coming with the jailer, and they're saying, Righteous Jew, wake up, tzaddik, tzaddik, wake up, it's Hanukkah. Sure enough, one of them had some jelly donuts in a box, and the other one had a menorah and a box of candles. I couldn't believe it. I will never forget. These Bachim were so friendly. They were so charming. They told me about how they traveled a long trip to come and see me. And they explained the deep meaning of Hanukkah, that it's a spiritual holiday. The main thing is not the eating of the food at Hanukkah. It's the candles. It's something spiritual. And they explained some other ideas about the Hanukkah Yom Tov, about how we increase in light and so forth. And they told me about the Rebbe who sent them, that they were shluchim of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, who really cares about every single Jew. And therefore, they were coming to help me celebrate Hanukkah. They sat with me for about a half hour. They gave me a lot of encouragement and then they said, why are you here? I explained to them the whole sad story. Ah, they said, write it all down, and we'll send it in to the Rebbe. He can give a bracha, and hopefully everything will be fixed up. 
So I went through everything. I wrote it down in great detail. I handed them the letter. They left with a warm hug. And then a few days later, all of a sudden, the prison director comes in, the couple of the jailers, and he says that the judge had decided that I should be deported back to Israel. No explanation, no nothing. Just that was a decision. A few hours later, I was back on the plane to Eretz Yisrael. So this is, of course, a beautiful story. But one point of the story is that there is a leader of every generation, the Moshe of the generation, who is a neshama klalis, a general neshama. And therefore, because he's a general neshama, general soul, he has a connection to all Jewish souls of the generation. And therefore, he can accomplish who knows what, no telling. And in this story, we see that a letter to the Rebbe resulted in the Rebbe's bracha, obviously. Of course, all brachas come from Hashem, but a tzaddik is able to channel the bracha. And sure enough, he was soon released. May all of us do our part through Torah and through mitzvahs to bring about a quick and complete victory in Eretz Yisrael. Right now, it's a very, very serious situation. Our Hashem, our soldiers are doing a great job, but we need to help. And the way we help is by increasing in learning tight and doing mitzvahs, goodness and kindness, davening, all having in mind to help the war effort, to get the hostages out and to completely defeat our enemies, to completely get rid of Hamas and our other enemies. And this will surely bring very quickly the Geula Shleima, the complete and final Geula through Mashiach Zidkenu, through our righteous Mashiach. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more.